hey, hey, everyone. This is Kiana, your creator and your host of Q for Christ. And first, I want to say happy Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Aren't you excited? This is the last um, first Sunday of the year, December the 3rd. And I am so excited to be here. I'm telling you, God is God is a healer, first off, and he is a way maker. And I'm so excited to be here. I, I mean, how many how many else is excited when Sunday comes? Let me tell you, Sundays is my favorite day. So um, anyways, happy Sunday. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone that has liked, you shared, you commented, whatever you've done. I'm so excited and I'm so happy. And I don't take this lightly about this role that God has given me. I'm telling you, God, he's, he's always downloading things to me. And I'm on, on the break of doing some new and incredible things. And so I'm so excited. So um one thing that I want to say and that I have noticed is that this is probably going to be my last live video. Oh, don't be sad. Don't be sad because it will be some replays and stuff like that. But God is showing me that December is going to be my sabbatical month. Okay. So I'll be able to just kind of um, pray and kind of relax and try to get things going and so we can go into this new year because God is bringing me into some new things and some new positions and some new um, end of war. So I'm excited about what is coming. So I have to sit down. I have to be able to get myself together. So this will be the last live video. Okay. But um, we will be playing some replays from um, some of the other things that I've done. Getting ready, getting you geared. And January, come January, y'all better be ready for what Q for Christ has because we are going to come out with a bang. And, and I'm telling you, it is going to be something new and something incredible. And I'm so excited to be able to share some of the things with you. Now, one thing that I will do is I will keep you updated. And um, I am starting this email campaign. So I can send out notifications. I can send out newsletters. So if you want to be a part of that, please contact me. Please put it in the in the comments below, or you know, just let me know. Reach out to me. Um, that because I want to make sure that I you all stay in the know. So you know, I am going to make sure that I can send out the emails so you can know when the first success on purpose is going to be in January so you can know when um, the book is dropping so you can know when the book club and um, and anything else that Q for Christ has going on dialogue with Darling, uh, you know Q&A with Q&J it's going to be in the newsletter so please please if you want to be a part of that to stay up with, with that I would love to to be in contact with you all. So I'm thankful for that. 
Um, and so anyways, um, like I say, this is the last live and tomorrow on December the 3rd, we will have our book club meeting. Okay. The book club, we will be finishing up. We had to reschedule this one because, um, last, last couple weeks I wasn't feeling well. I've been going through some sickness. Um, but God is a healer and I'm so excited. You know, that devil tried to take my voice, y'all. I'm telling you, he tried, but he was not successful. And I'm so excited about how God allowed me to be able to just bounce back when, um, when that when that comes and I can I know how to pray and I done been in the medical field so I know exactly what to do. So I'm excited about what God has instilled in me, what God has given me the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to take care of myself. And I'm so excited about that. So anyways, tomorrow the book club um at eight o'clock. If you still want to join the book club, this is the end of this last book. You can um still join and you could go back and look at the discussions that we had prior to, but the next book that we're going to have, I am so excited that we'll be able to have the author on the meeting one day. And I'm so excited. So I want you all to be ready for that. That is going to be so cool. So anyways, today is Sunday and God has given me a message for his people and I want to just um say a quick prayer before I just kind of jump into this message because it's going to be for somebody okay it ain't gonna be for everybody but it's going to be for somebody okay somebody that is getting ready to go into this new year so I want to pray really quick and then um I'll jump right into the message okay Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you. First, I want to say thank you. Thank you for all the ways that you have made, all the doors that you have opened, God, this year. God, we don't take nothing for granted, God. God, we thank you now that you have brought us to December the 3rd, God, the last first Sunday of this year. And so we thank you now, God, for allowing us to be able to make it to this last month, God. God, we thank you now for these last few days that we have left in this year, God. God, it's not how we start, but it's how we finish, God, that, that makes the difference, God. And so we thank you now for being able to go into this new year, God, go into what you have called us to do. God, even though we may have been stagnant in the beginning, but now we are going to gear up and be able to move, God, and go where you need us to go. So we thank you now, God, for this message that you have cooked up for someone, God. And I thank you now for hiding me behind the cross and allowing me to speak your word to your people. God, I thank you now for this being a vessel be, to be able to be used, God. And so we thank you now. We love you. We honor you. We cherish you. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Okay. All right. I am so ready because this message is for someone. Like I said, it might not be for everybody, but it is for someone. Okay. So today, um, God has given me um, to talk about complacency. Okay. We cannot be complacency 
Christians, okay? Meaning that we cannot be lukewarm. We cannot be stuck. We can't, when God has called us to do things, we have to make sure that we are doing it and not just saying that, okay, I can just stay here and do this or whatever. And we don't put in forth that effort that God wants us to do. So um, I just want to give you the quick definition of complacency. And it is a feeling of calm satisfaction with your own abilities or situation that prevents you from trying harder okay and i can um say just give you a little bit a quick you know thing about me i had became so complacent in the life that i was in that i was not doing and trying harder for god and so god had to really really sit me down okay to say all right i need you and so that is when I had to really try hard and push hard because sometimes we get comfortable with where we are. We get comfortable. We don't have to put in that work um, that God has called us to, you know, um, and, I, and I'll just go a little bit deeper. Okay. I'm not sure if everybody knows, but yes, I went through a divorce and I had became to the point where I wasn't like just fully into doing taking care of my children I had sat down and I was just like okay I'll let them kind of do this and do that or whatever and I had family and I was so complacent to the fact that I just let them make decisions for them or whatever whatever and I just kind of was like whatever you know and so I had to realize that I was complacent as a mother so I had to to, God had to really really bring me to the point where I cannot be halfway there I had to be all the way there okay so is you can't be that lukewarmness and I wanted to um kind of read in um revelations read from revelations 3 and 14 and um through 22 where paul was writing the letter to the church of laodicea okay so we know that it the bible says in romans 3 14 it says and to the angel of the church of the church in laodicea write the words of the amen the faithful and true witness the beginning of god's creation um verse 15 says i know your works, you are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. And we don't want God to spit us out of our mouth. But anyways, the Bible says it in um, Romans, um, Revelations 3 and 17, for you say, I am rich, I have prospered, And I need nothing, not realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see those whom I love I reprove and discipline so be zealous and repent 
Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Okay, so we know that the church of Laodicea had gotten um complacent they were complacent with what they were doing they were lukewarm you know um in their spirit we know that lukewarm is a spirit condition that apparently jesus cannot stand you know so we know that we cannot be complacent okay which i don't want y'all to get that wrong complacent you know and content don't mix complacent and content because some people say well you get content no no you content is where you are finding joy in the blessings of walking with god complacency is where you don't stop walking with god okay and a lot of people and it's so hard to recognize because a lot of people they are complacent but they are still in the church they are still working they are still doing what they doing they are still but they not trying harder when God done called them to something else God always calls us to something else and sometimes we have to stay here but when God has instilled in us that he called us and has chose us to be a leader we cannot be complacent and say, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chill right here. I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna do what I'm just gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? So um I'm I'm it's I'm gonna give you like four signs of complacency. And this is coming from um an article that I found. And I wanna make sure I cite what I said, but I, I an article that I found on uh, onward and upward. Okay, so um they the four signs that they give us is that we view ourselves higher than what God determines to be true. So we we can sit up here and say that um that we are think that we're doing okay spiritually when in fact we're not. We think that we are okay with I'm okay with just singing in the choir. I'm okay with just you know going to church. You know getting cute going to church. You okay with that? I'm okay with that. Uh, don't God, you know, see me there? No, you know, we have to know that the, the scripture encourages us to compare ourselves with the wholeness of Jesus, with the holiness of Jesus, I'm sorry. So we have to make sure that we are doing everything that that Jesus would do. Like we can't we can't view ourselves and and say that, oh, okay, we okay right here. You know what I'm saying? No, we're not. And then the next one is we live in an attitude of self-sufficiency. Like, okay, I can handle life and what it brings and and what we say every day. We have to trust um, in what God is doing. But we, we have gotten to that point where it's like we just, you know, we have that, oh, it's, it's, you know, whatever it is, what it is you know or we we're not really truly depending on God we're not trusting in the Lord like it says in Proverbs 3 and 5 through 6 we have to lean not to our own understanding so we can't have that attitude of just self-sufficiency like oh okay like whatever you know what I'm saying like it don't matter what happened you know 
And so the next one is that we are comfortable in the culture in which we live. That is so true. Because you know how some people just get to the point, well, okay, well, I'm just going to do what they do. You know, like say for instance, you know, I ain't stepping on no toes because it's for somebody. But we think that since we are Christians, that we can engage in certain things that we cannot like um smoking weed okay yeah it might be legal but it is not holy of what god wants for his children okay that's just like we're drinking alcohol it's not it is illegal i mean it's legal but it's not okay so we get to that point where we say okay well we can live the cultural's way and we know that we are not supposed to live the cultural's way we are supposed to live the kingdom's way okay it says when we align ourselves too closely with political ph- philosophies groups systems lifestyles we stop thinking and evaluating critically and spiritually you know we don't want to settle for what the world is doing so we are living we're supposed to be of the world we are um, um we are in the world not of the world so we have to make sure that we don't miss out on what kingdom promises for us because we are living what the world is saying so when we are going to church if we are saying that all oh, we singing in the choir we are um um, being on the on the on the usher board, or we are doing what to help advance the kingdom, but we're not advancing ourselves. We are sitting here living a different living a different way, saying that it's okay for me to smoke some weed, or it's okay for me to you know do this and do that. When we know that it's it just because it's good for the world, it's not good for us. So we have to make sure that we are not being complacent in that area that we are just stuck. You know, we are saying okay, oh, we do what they do, the, the Romans do it, so I guess we'll do it. No, we have to be set aside and separated from what the culture is living, okay? And then the last one, it says that we are spiritually satisfied without real spiritual awareness. Oh, that is so good. It says that um, Jesus saved us, but we don't understand or desire life with him. Our faith is about who gets to go to heaven when they die, whether or not Jesus is there, you know. So um, we have to know that we cannot just be like satisfied, spiritually satisfied without knowing that God is here, that God is there. A lot of people want to say we worship the the universe or, or whatever. Don't give God the credit. And we cannot, you know, be like that you know what I'm saying it says you know our prayers can be shallow we want tangible blessings but not spiritual victories over the forces of darkness so we cannot engage in that because it's danger really being complacent you know we are it says you know we no longer have intimacy intimacy with Christ um we are no longer part of his purpose we are no longer prepared for the future and guess what it is coming 
We don't have to worry about that. We know that it, the future is coming. We know that God is coming. So we, we, when you get complacent, you don't get to the point of using your faith that God has given you. You don't move towards a renewed faith. You don't move towards anything. You're just stuck and just allowing the enemy to keep manifesting on you. Let me tell y'all, that's how cancer build up. When you, they don't, it don't build, your cells don't build the right way. It builds on top of each other so if you are sitting there complacent then everything is just building on top of you you're not even worried about it okay so we cannot be complacent we have to break through that so um what i want to do today is to give you a few ways on how you can break that complacency you know in the bible the bible says um about complacency in uh, Zephaniah 1 and 12. At that time, I will search Jerusalem, Jerusalem with lamps and I will punish the men who are complacent. Those who say in their hearts, the Lord will not do good, nor he will do ill. So we know that it's some people that are around that are sitting around and and not really thinking about the fact that God gonna punish them. If I'm I'm okay, like I'm not doing evil, I'm not doing, you know, not being around here. I don't know why I made this out. I'm not doing evil, but I'm not doing evil and I'm not um you know, but you're not moving forward. The Bible says in 2 Kings 19, 28, because you have raged against me and your complacency has come into my ears, I will put my hook in your nose ooh, and my, uh, my bit in your mouth and I will turn your back on the way by which you came. We don't want that to happen to us because we we are children of God. And like I said, this word is for someone. It ain't for everybody. It's for someone. And you know who I'm talking to. But you know that God is telling you that you have to do more than just sitting there and allowing the enemy, allowing your talents or your gift that God has given you to just, just be stagnant, to be there, to be complacent and to say, okay, well, I'm, I'm here, I'm at church, but that's not what it is. So I want to give you um, three ways that you can just kind of nip that in the bud, okay? And one of the ways is that we have to always remain changeable. We have to be changeable, okay? And, and, and the Bible says in Philippians 4, 12 through 13, I know how to be brought low and I know how to be abound. In, e in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me, okay? So we have to know that we have to be changeable, okay? We have to allow God to come in and to change us. Sometimes we get so complacent on certain things that we think that, like, like say, for instance, and, I, and I'm not picking at nobody because, hey, you got a house, and uh, but, you know, we get in this house and we say, okay, well, we, we got this mortgage for 30 years and, and we ain't going to change, but if God come and tell you that it's time for you to move and God tells you it's time for you to, to go and open up a church somewhere else, now what are you going to do? And a lot of people get so 
stuck and they say, oh, I don't want to be changed. I don't want to change. I don't want to learn nothing new, you know? So we have to know that we have to go beyond our old self. The Bible says in Colossians 3, 9 through 10, do, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practice and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of his creator. So you have to put off that old self and say that, okay, I'm going to move. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. Being changeable don't mean that you just being, um, I, I, you know, like people say, being um, just uh, flexible, not I can say flexible, but being like um, unstable. That's what I mean. You know, we have to know that being changeable, meaning that God can come in and he can change that situation. Okay. You think that, okay, I got to stay like this, but no, we have to make sure that we are changing because we want to go from glory to glory. We want to go from faith to faith. Okay. So we don't want to sit there and not be able to be changed. The Bible says in second Corinthians five and seven, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So we have to make sure that we are being changeable. We are allowing the enemy to come in and, and make us flexible. Okay. You know, I, I know a lot of people like changeable. Yes. Yeah. Changeable but meaning that you can be flexible and being flexible everybody knows that being flexible is is a, a good trait is a good thing because you can be in when you need to be in so being flexible don't mean you you, you be broken okay if that makes any sense, you know, being flexible, you are being able to know that you can be, you, be, you can move, you can go with the guidance, you can let, allow God to allow you to move. You know, the Bible says in um, Proverbs 1 and 5, let the wise hear and increase in learning and the one who understands obtain guidance. Okay, so we're get that guidance. God is going to give us that guidance when he changes. He's not going to just change you. He's just like, okay, yeah, now, now you figure it out. No, he's not going to do that. When he changes us, when he changes from one thing to the next, he's going to always be there with us. Okay, so, um, and so, you know, after that, after being changeable, you want to be cautious. Okay. You want to remain knowing and stand in that know that you know and are being focused, that you are not um, just being stagnant. You want to, you know, whenever God calls you to do something, whenever God calls you to a new thing, we have to know that we got to look at God and what God is doing in our life. We can't allow the enemy to let us say that you know we we uh, we don't know what we're doing or we not paying attention not looking at at what what is going on you know the bible says in first peter 3 and 16 having a good conscience so that when you are slandered those 
who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. Okay, so we have to make sure that we are, when we um, try to get out of that complacency, that we are staying conscious on what God wants us to do. And so those other people can be put to shame. They'll say, oh, they ain't going to never do nothing. They're going to always be there. They're going to always stay there. Oh, no, why? I don't know why you changed my voice today. They're going to always stay there. They will always be there. But no. We have to know that we always have to make sure that we are being conscious of what's going on. We have to have that clear conscience so we can be able to move when God say move. We are know what he's saying, what he's saying. Sometimes we get dreams and God, God is, we have to stay conscious and pray about those dreams so we'll know where we can, what to do. We have to be focused. We have to know when God say move. When he say move, he say move, you know? And when he say stop, he say stop too. So just because, you know, I'm not saying complacency that, okay, you move and you stay right there and then you move. No, sometimes God tells you to stop. You know, we have to just be focused and be conscious of what God is doing in our life, you know? And the, the, you know, we have to we have to always remain a good conscience. The Bible says in First Timothy one and nineteen, hold in faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of their faith. Oh my God! <laughs> if you don't keep your focus and you don't it, I mean, you can make a havoc of your faith. Okay. So we have to be conscious about what God is doing. Be conscious. We have to be changeable. We have to be conscious. And the last one is we have to be committed. Okay. That's, that's it. When you commit yourself to what God is doing, when you commit yourself to the mission is, you know, it's nothing that would stay complacent about you. Because we commit ourselves to God and um, and we present ourselves as a living sacrifice. Like it says in Romans 12, 1 through 2, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God to present yourself, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transferred by the renewing, the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern that what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. OK, so we have to know that once we commit ourselves, we commit our whole body, we commit everything that God is doing for us. We have to know that for God be us. Uh, for I mean, if God be for us, that nothing shall be against us. The Bible says in Romans 8, 38 through um, 39, for I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things presented nor things to come nor powers nor height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay, so we know we have to know that being committed is is what we have to do when it comes to being um trying to get out of that complacency we have to be committed because if you ain't committed 
it's going to be hard for you to move forward. So you have to be committed so you won't be tempted when that enemy comes. The Bible says in James 1 and 14, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires. So we know that the enemy is going to come and the enemy is going to to, to try to get us away from being committed to what God has called us to do. He is going to try to tell us that, oh, if you move, guess what? You're going to lose this or you're going to do that. You're going to do that. But sometimes we have to go against the grain. Okay, we cannot allow the enemy to keep us in that same uh, way, thinking that everything is going to be okay. We have to move when God tells us to move. We have to be able to not say, okay, well, I'm under this church and I don't want to move because I don't feel like if I move, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, and you're going to talk yourself out of your blessing. You're going to talk yourself out of First off, God is going to get the glory from anything, okay? Yeah, we can stay on the level that God that we want, and God is going to allow that, but you will not be able to be successful in, in what God wants you to do. When God calls you, His purpose is higher. So we have to go and um, we have to try harder. When God tells us to try harder, we have to keep pushing, okay? it's I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I ain't saying it's easy. I ain't saying it's no cakewalk either. I know it's hard. But when we allow God to take over and allow God to have that control and we we say, I'm committed, I'm determined to do that. I am cute, okay? I am cute. So we have to know that we are when we determine, we don't have to worry about, you know, what, what is to come. We don't have to worry about that because we know that God is going to be there. He is going to be with us because if we if we learn that we can be changeable, that we can be flexible, that we can we can be in when when God tells us to be in, we can stand when God tells us to stand, then that's that that right there in itself. Then we, you know, stay cautious, stay conscious. Stay conscious about what's going on when God tells us to move. Just like when the when the children of Israel, God God gave them the cloud by day and the fire by night. So we had we have to watch God closely and be conscious about what He's doing. You know, we have to make sure that we're not complacent and we don't see what God is doing. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to ever get complacent where, where we don't see what he's doing, where we don't feel what he's doing. We're not focused enough to know that God is doing what he's doing. Okay. And so then we want to be committed. We want to be committed to the mission. We want to be faithful to what God is doing in our life. We want to be faithful to his purpose, his calling, because guess what? Somebody is waiting on your yes so they can be able to say their yes. Okay, because it's it, we know that everything is all about somebody else. Okay, God came to serve us. God came to serve the world. He came to die for our sin. I mean, Jesus came to die for our sins. So we have to be like Jesus. We know that everything has an expected end. We know that God is going to bring us to that expected end. Okay, so we know that our somebody is going to be. Um, blessed by the things that we are doing, not by what everybody else is doing. God called you. God called me. God called somebody. 
But guess what? You are complacent in where God has told you to move to. And that, and that is just a bigger sin than anything. God do not like, he do not like lukewarm people. So we don't want to be lukewarm. We want to do what God tells us to do when God tells us to do it. Okay. And that's the, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. I didn't want to be on here long, which I know is probably going to end up being long, but I didn't want to be long. Um, But anyways, I want to make sure that, that you get the message that being complacent. So we want to get rid of that complacency. This month. This is the last month before we dive into 2024. Okay. I'm diving. I'm ready for 2024 because I'm ready to see what God has next. So we, um, I want you, I want whoever this message is for is to say, okay, you know what? I am going to do what God has called me to do and not be complacent. I will not be complacent. Okay. And the thing about it, some of us are complacent in different areas of our lives. We are complacent in some other area. It might not be, might not be at the church. It might, it might be at your house. It might, you know, with your spouse. You know, might be in your marriage, in your relationship, at your job, or whatever. Somebody is complacent and in some different area. And so we all have to look and examine ourselves. Where are we complacent at? Because we don't want to take that with us. We want to dive into the new year where we are allowing God to lead and guide us to where he needs us to go. He wants our faith to be able to know that we can we can go where God tells us to go. We don't have to wait on it. We don't have to sit there and be complacent. We can go and move. God, God wants us to keep moving, okay? And so being complacent, you're not moving. You're not doing what God asked you to do. Okay, that's it in a nutshell, okay? So I am going to pray that whatever, whatever, wherever we are lukewarm at, that we, you know, can can get rid of that. We can learn by being changeable, by being conscious, and by being um, committed to the the calling that God has called, has placed on our life. Okay. So I'm going to pray really quick and then I'm going to let you go. Okay. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you first. I want to say thank you, God. Thank you for the ways that you're making. Hallelujah. The doors that you are opening. God, the ways that you have brought us through, we are we are are going to always make sure that we go where you say go, God. God, we thank you now for not being complacent, God. God, we don't want to be complacency Christians. We want to be your children, your Christians. We want to be complete, compelling Christians. We want to be committed Christians. We want to be. We want to be. Um, we just want to be your Christians, your saints, your children, where we can be able to go where you want us to go, God. God, and so we thank you now in this moment, the time that you have carved out for me to be able to speak to your people, God. God, I thank you now for that one who this message is for. Hallelujah. God, we thank you now for the one that has came to this page, God, that is wondering how they can get rid of complacency, God, where they can be able to move forward 
forward and be in you, God. God, allow them to be able to hear the message that you have given to them, God. God, through your vessel, God. And we thank you now. Hallelujah for touching them now, God. We thank you now for being there, God. God, we thank you now for making ways, God, that we don't think is a way, God, because we are stuck in those ways, God. God, we thank you now for breaking it, God. We thank you now for tearing down the stronghold that the enemy has placed on us to keep us held down, to keep us right there, God. God, we thank you now that you are bringing about somebody to come and help that one that is stuck, God. You are bringing about somebody that is coming to break them through, God. Hallelujah. We thank you now for sending your angels, God, to break those ones out that can't get out, God. Those ones that don't see another way, God. God, we thank you now, God, for touching them, God. God, we don't ever want to be complacent. We want to be able to do what you asked us to do, what you have called us to do, God. God, we thank you now for allowing us to be able to walk in with you, God, to walk in the counsel of you, God. God, we want to go where you say go. We want to walk where you say walk. We want to talk where you say talk. God, we thank you now for what you are doing, God. God, the healing that you are placing on their lives, God. God, we thank you now for touching those ones that are with cancer, God, on this morning, God. God, we thank you now for touching those ones that has been diagnosed and they don't know. Now they are complacent because they are hard. It's hard for them to worship God. God, but we thank you now for taking away for that, um, taking away that, that complacency, even in that sickness, God. God, we don't want them to even give in to that sickness, God. God, we thank you now because we know that by your stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. And so we thank you now, God, for not being complacent, God, in the areas that, that the enemy has tried to keep us down. Hallelujah. We thank you now, even if it's not spiritual, God, or even at the church, God, our Lord, we just want you to take it away, God, even if it's some fathers that are out here that are being complacent with their children, that are not trying harder to do what it takes to be able to have a relationship. God, we thank you now, God, for even those moms that have, that have just taken away their, their relationship with their child. God, we thank you now for severing those things. God, we thank you now for taking away that, that complacency that is in those marriages, those ones that are saying that they will not change. God, we thank you now, God, for think, taking out the complacency in that job, God. Those ones that are stuck in their job, God. God, those ones that, that are stuck, that are settling for less, God, when you have given Giving them a gift to move forward, God. God, we thank you now for the for taking away the complacency. God, we thank you now for taking away that lukewarmness, God. God, we want to be on fire for you, God. We don't want ever want to be cold. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Now we don't ever want to be cold. We want to be on fire for you, God. God, I thank you now, God. God, I thank you now for taking away that lukewarmness that you have in my soul, God. Anything that is against
against me, God. God, I thank you now for taking it away, God. God, I thank you now for taking it away from your people. Hallelujah. Those ones that are stuck, God. God, those ones that are trying to, to get to this new year but are stuck, God. God, we thank you now for giving them a way out, God. Thank you now for open doors and giving them wisdom, God, to be able to know that they can run into this new year, God. God, they can run with open hands, God, because we are we are expecting, God, something great out of this next year, God. God, we thank you now because we know that even in this the, these last days in this year, God, you can open up their hearts, God. God, you can give them a blessing right now. Hallelujah. God, those people that are waiting, that are stuck because they haven't gotten their answer, God. God, we thank you now for allowing them to move forward. God, we know that sometimes your answer is at the next level, God, and so we have to be able to keep moving, God, because your answer is at the next level. God, we thank you now, God, God, for getting us to the next level so we can maybe get to the answer that we have been looking for, God. God, and so we thank you now for taking away, God, the, the complacency, the lukewarm, God. We thank you now for touching your people, God, allowing them to be changeable, God. God, allowing them to be changeable, God. Allowing them to be flexible, God. Allowing to bend, God, when you say bend. God, we thank you now for allowing them to be able to know and be conscious, to be careful, to watch out, to look and be focused on what you're doing or what you're telling them to do. God, we thank you now for allowing them to be committed to the situation, to be committed to what you have called them to do, committed to, to the leadership. God, we thank you now. God. God, we love you, God. God, we love you. We honor you, God. We know that you are touching the sick on this day. God, you are touching my nephew, God, on this day. God, you are touching those ones with cancer, God. God, you are touching those ones with COPD, God. Those ones that are with asthma, God. God, those ones that are with COVID. God, those ones that are with pneumonia. God, we thank you now for touching them, God. Going to the hospital, God. Touching them from the crown of the head to the sole of their feet, God. God, we thank you now now for those ones that are emotionally disturbed, God. God, those ones that are mentally disturbed. God, we thank you now for giving them ways out, God. God, we know that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. So we thank you now in this moment, God. God, we thank you now. Hallelujah. We thank you now, God. We thank you now for what you're doing, God. We know that you are able, God. We know that you are able, God. We know that you are able able, God. We know that you are able, God. Hallelujah. We know that you are able, God, and we are coming to you because we are going to always, always, always be able to follow you, God, and allow you to lead us and guide us, God, and we will never be complacent. God, we would, we won't allow the enemy to put complacency in our heart. God, we will always make sure that we are fighting for what you have given us fighting for our calling and God so we thank you now we love you God we honor you God we cherish you God it's in Jesus name that I pray hallelujah 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 all right I thank you all I thank you all for what you have done 
Thank you all for listening to this message, tuning in to this message. I thank you all now. And if you want to give your life to Christ, all you have to do is act. You can acknowledge that you are a sinner. You can confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross. You can turn from your evil and wicked ways. And like I always say, they might not be evil in your eyes, but they're not pleasing to God. And you can seek after a Bible-based church. Seek after the face of God. Seek after a Bible-based church that is teaching the word and not changing the word. Okay. So we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this message. I thank you for everything that you have done for me for a cue for Christ. Make sure you are going to the channel, the YouTube channel. You are liking, you are subscribing, you are commenting. So I know that you've been there. Make sure that you are going to the, the website, www.cueforchrist.org. If you want to be a blessing in this ministry, you can always go and support the page on Buzzsprout at Cute for Christ, www.buzzsprout.org at Cube for Christ, or you can go to um, buy me a coffee at Cube for Christ, or even if you want to just give it to me in a different way, let me know and I'll let you know, okay? But, you know, we know that God is going to open up many doors, and if you want to help, I promise you, I am going to allow you to help, all right? So, I thank you once again. I love you. I hope that you all are having a wonderful Sunday, and please, please stay cute for Christ. All right. Bye, y'all.